You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904. It always is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. The Twitter account's at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email for our show, Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. We love to get the emails. I even get them over the weekend. If Texas A&M loses, Joe, you can bank on it. I'll have three emails in the box five minutes after the game of people criticizing Jimbo Fisher uh, for some reason. I don't know why you would criticize Jimbo Fisher. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Looking for decking, deck accents, fence products, dimensional lumber, siding, plywood. You need some Yellowwood protector. Go to yellowwood.com. Uh, you can find the dealer that is closest to you. Always remember, if it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Today's show, uh, you got to deal with us the first 30 minutes. Brian Hodgkin will join us at 7.30. Alabama picked up, I believe, four recruits. I have to go back and look at it uh, on, I guess that was Wednesday. And also peer ahead to tonight's matchup against Liberty. Uh, Liberty is a very good basketball team, so it'll be a – a good challenge for Alabama tonight. Uh, we'll have Josh Wright at 8 o'clock. Uh, Tuscaloosa Academy travels to Lexington in round two of the playoffs. So we'll talk to Josh about that. And then Funny Sonny will join us, as always, at 8.15. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, hanging in there, Barry. Doing okay. I want to, first of all, wish our veterans a happy day, a good day, and thank you for all that you have done to be able to, for us to be able to, uh, the United States to be able to do the things they'd like to do without having to worry about war and problems uh, coming right on top of us. So uh, to our veterans, uh, we're all most appreciative of of your efforts and certainly your very successful efforts in what you've done. As mentioned, Brian will be on our show today and talk about recruiting. I thought we we get a little bit away from football since basketball starting too. We'll go back to it. A couple of notes: Florida stole the quarterback from Miami, uh, uh, Jaden uh, Rashad, uh, who's a really good player. They committed to Miami because Miami's not having a very good year. He flipped it, and now he's going to Florida. Of course, you can flip it again, I guess. A Nebraska quarterback, they had enough problems in Nebraska. Nebraska quarterback is out against Michigan. Michigan's 29-point favorite, I think it is. Bill Self uh, did not coach um, in the in the first game for Kansas, but they they, they won, a big, won a big game there. Uh, CBS has uh, – how about this one? CBS has signed an agreement with, with um, Conference USA. And the big deal in is that they're going to have midweek football next year, which I think is great. Winter or Thursdays, midweek football, uh, showing off the USA, and that was one of the agreements. I don't know how much money it was. Uh, Atlanta got beat last night, twenty-five to fifteen. Um, let's see. Um, 
Tony Finau is five under in, in the golf tournament, and uh, Tony Finau is, is one of those five. Oh, yeah, in football last night, Tulsa lost to Memphis, and L.A. Um, beat uh, Georgia Southern 36-17. If you want to watch football tonight, you can watch it at 8.30. Colorado plays USC at 8.30. And um, I can tell you this for sure, the, the basketball schedule for tonight is out. We'll talk about Alabama uh, when, when Brian gets on. Twelve teams like you're playing. Everything, with the exception of University of Kentucky's game, is on ESPN+. Plus. So if you want to watch uh, SEC basketball and the non-conference schedule, for sure, ESPN+, Plus is the day of Liberties at Alabama at 7.30 on ESPN+. Plus. And um, Auburn will play... I don't know. South Florida. Play, they play South Florida at uh, at uh, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. So that's about all I have. The only other thing football-wise is that Coach said, look, all this yakety, 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 the, the struggle that we're having, if we have a struggle, I guess we do, is on me, not on anybody but me. So get off the coordinators and get off everybody It's on me. Yeah, last night uh, I was obviously calling the show out at uh, Baumhauer's there, which he does every – he seems to be uh, – coach seems to be in a good good mood, uh, you know, all things considering. I know uh, he hates it. And he, I think he feels bad for the players. Uh, he said in the third segment, I love our team. I hate it that our team has struggled in certain circumstances this year. It's kind of, it's kind of my it's, – I'm kind of responsible for that, I think – too many penalties, inability to sort of play with their best, and their best is needed. And I really feel like it's not a lack of intelligence. He goes on to talk about that. About and this word keeps coming up a lot. I feel like they want to do do it so bad they create too much anxiety sometimes, and they make poor decisions and choices. Uh, Saban said he is process oriented, not outcome oriented. But there is so much pressure on these kids, and here's your word, based on expectations. And not just from the fans, but a lot of these kids, you know, they got family that are maybe putting pressure on them about the NFL, uh, about got to improve your stock for the NFL. They're looking at this kid as being their way out. Uh, and I think he just says it makes it really, really hard to focus on what you have with all these external factors creating all these expectations that you – individually, collectively as a team. Uh, there goes that word expectations again. It's not just for the team. It's for these kids individually as well. And I keep hearing this word anxiety more than ever this year. What's that all about? I'm not sure about what the anxiety is that, uh, you know, wanting to do well and things not going quite as well, not being able to catch passes when you want to catch them, uh, things happening for you defensively that uh, you didn't think would happen. You get some anxiety on the field. I think um, more so he's talking about on the field than he is off the field. But the anxiety of losing two one-point games and then winning two games that you could have lost. So you've got four football games there that where the anxiety built, just completely builds up. Uh, we, you know, you talk about it a lot about the last player A and M could have they could have lost. Um, very easily could have lost at Texas. They win two. Uh, nobody is pleased with the two they win. They're mad about the two they lose. And um, so, um, 
you know, and he's also made the statement that uh, when talking about his coordinators, there 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 are a lot of people in this world who enjoy hating somebody. Yeah, and they look for somebody to hate, and um, we have a lot of callers that do that. I don't, I don't know, we do don't, but uh, there is a lot of callers. They they got some hate in them, and so. Um, you know, things you know, things don't always go as well. You don't you don't play as good as you'd like to play and you know, college football is a total change. One hundred percent total change from the from the day I gave them fifteen dollars a month for laundry money, seven dollars and a half every two weeks, and Gene Stallings has come out and said, you know, they bet need to have been happy about the scholarships they're getting, they're getting a better scholarship than ever. And uh we're making pros out of this stuff and he's you know, going a little rant about that. So it's, it is what it is. Yeah, I think the last two years have been the biggest changes, and you're seeing what uh, happens. We discussed it yesterday. I think it'll be uh, even more difficult than ever now to keep it at a, at a level that Nick Saban's had it uh, just because of uh, portals and money, and maybe that's good. Maybe that's good for football, bad for Alabama. I think Joe would probably say that. Yeah, that's good. That's more competition. There's not going to be as many blowouts. Now you're not going in to a game uh, on Saturday knowing you're going to win. And I think Alabama, Dad, is having to adjust to something different. Normally they've got to play a ton of guys, and they can't when you get to these uh, real close game. So now you end up having a locker room of guys that are frustrated as well. So they're de- having to deal with things maybe they haven't had to deal with in the past. Well, the frustration, the frustration uh, behind the word frustration is the next sentence that has never been there. I can leave if I want to. And uh, that, that sentence comes into the minds of everybody. If I'm not going to play enough, if I'm not playing well, uh, I see a team that's going. You can go and play for them. They, you could get a ring. And by the way, the assistant coach at the other school told my uncle if I would come there, that he thought they could get me some NIL money. And um, they've got the positions open over there where I can play. And so that not all three of those, but one of those each uh, enters into people's minds, and uh, it just it's just the way it is. And so you know the. The kids have to do the playing. The, co- the coaches can coach them so much. Um, uh, but sometimes the kids – let me tell you something, folks. If you ever said to an athlete can do anything he wants to do or he could do anything – you can do anything you want to do if you just work at it hard, that ain't correct. No. Nah. That ain't correct. So learn learn that. I think it's not correct. You know, if I tell you to go, if I go tell you to go through the hole, I want you to go through. We we block the hole, and for you to run through it, run through it, and you don't run through it. That's your fault. That's your fault. If I tell you, if I tell you to go to Birmingham and you go to Huntsville, that's your fault. So you know, it, the the coaches have done a good job with them in, in some cases, and in some cases maybe they haven't. But wherever you are calling in, you hadn't done perfectly where you are. Two-minute truck at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up boxes, packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whether it's out of town, out of state, just in the area here, you need somebody to come get that attic cleaned out because you can decorate for Christmas. Uh, Give them a call today. They'll give you a free estimate. 205-247-5050. That is two-minute truck movers who care. 
Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving pretty well around the area on this Veterans Day. Main Avenue in downtown Northport will be closing down at 7.30 this morning for their for their Veterans Day parade. Townsend Nissan says thanks to our veterans with an extra $500 off any new or used vehicle. Check out the details now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Veterans Day Friday morning. Alabama's junior United States Senator Tommy Tuberville is using social media today to honor veterans. One of those is Eric Pruitt from Hale County. Pruitt enlisted in the Navy out of high school in 1992. He served in Guam, Australia, and in the Philippines. Pruitt now helps fellow vets at Shelton State Community College who want to use their GI Bill to further their education. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Black Friday deals, the gifts are unreal. Shop new Black Friday deals this weekend at JCPenney. We got your holiday. Under the biggest category. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The chance of a few isolated showers this morning, otherwise mostly cloudy today, the high 69. Turning colder tonight, cloudy with a low at 48. Very cool tomorrow, cloudy, the chance of some scattered light rain during the morning, the high at 55. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars. To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern Great song Yellowwood.com to find the dealer close to you. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, a couple calls here. We'll get to the Yellowwood hotline and get Philip into the show. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Hope you all are good. Good. Uh, hey, I, I want to talk about basketball, but first, the football. I'm just, I'm kind of just burned out on the the uh, expectations and the standard and the, and the, you know, all that talk about, um, um, creating value and all that it's you know it sounds interesting i guess but it also creates kind of a burnout factor and i wish you know the pot would just go to hey let's play some ball let's let's kick some ass let's play some ball you know let's start a, a new page and and turn the page on some of that other stuff i mean you can't even get a souvenir cup over there without standard and expectations emblazoned all over it but 
that's just my thought on that. It's a little bit of a burnout on that. Maybe maybe they need to go to a different, more spontaneous approach and just have have some fun from the from that standpoint. And uh, Philip, uh, who uh, who sets the expectations? The, the team and the coaches. I'm sorry. Pull that again, coach. I'm sorry. I said who 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 sets the expectations for your team that year? The team and the coaches, or the fans and the media? Oh shoot! I, I think it's probably a, a little bit of all three, coach. I'm not. I don't. I don't think it is. I think it's the fans and the media that sets expectations. Yeah. Uh, not not necessarily. I would say Nate Oates normally comes out and says he thinks the NCAA tournament team. He talks. I, well, you can stick out. You can stick one guy out there. Well, I'm but saying some coaches. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Alabama football. The expectations are set by the media and the and the fans. Well, don't, tell and, me, don't tell me anything well, else because that's well, what it is. It is, but it's also <laughs> set set by what's happened in the past. When you do that, well, and you do it so, so much, that's that's kind of what they expect. I didn't say that. I said what it was set by. It's set by what you said and the past. The past sets uh-huh. it. That's the past is the same thing. <laughs> go ahead, Philip. But hey, hold on, Philip. Before, before you go, Philip, it's funny you say that. What you said because I was thinking the same thing. I'm I'm about tired of hearing create value for like I, it, it sounded great like last couple of years, but I've heard it so much now that it it's almost some of these sayings that we're having now. I equated mm-hmm. to to when I was at South Carolina with Lou Holtz. All his little speeches were great, and after you've heard it five times, you're like, okay, well, get on. And I, I I'm starting to. I agree with you. I'm starting to see some of that. Now. Well, I, you know, I, 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 and that said, and uh, that that is coach talk a little bit too much. I wouldn't argue that. But what I said is exactly right. And regardless of what either one of you think, that that's who sets the expectations. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Philip. Well, I, I, hey, I'm not going to argue with Coach Lipson on the radio. Yeah, you are. Argue with him. Right, we're, we're all agree on the same thing, but. When you win at a clip like this, that's what they expect every year. So it's a, you know, it's what the teams have done. Now the fans expect it, and I think the players come here. They expect it uh, because that's why they they choose the University of Alabama is to win a ring. Anyway, Coach Whip, that's all. That's what I wanted to say. Let's turn. Well, I appreciate you. Call, I appreciate you calling. I, I'm glad you called. I that's, good, that's a good question. Let, let's just use the word spontaneous and, and kick ass for once. But basketball, Coach Whip, Coach Whip, right. um, yeah. Coach Sanders. Gary yep. Waits. I remember when I was in school over at Alabama. I think I I think I just graduated in eighty three. I can't remember what year Gary finished, but I remember Gary was primarily I think he you know went for the longest time, he'd score like five points a game and then all of a sudden it was towards the end of his days at Alabama, he started he went on a tear that yeah, I'll never forget where he would pour in twenty five, twenty six points a night. He's a good player. He's uh, he, he, I had him in my. He did the preface for my book. Gary Waits. Let me tell you why I love Gary Waits because mm-hmm. he's a great player and a great person. And he turned to me one day and said, "Coach, get you another point guard. I can't please you." I loved when he said that. I knew he had the the basketball team and the coaching staff right under his thumb. He said that to me. Is that right? that now, Philip, when great. I tell him on the show, he doesn't know this, that, and the other. He doesn't love me like he loved Gary Waits when he told him to give another. Well, bad, it depends bad, on who's bad, saying bad, it. Bad, I sort of picked up on that, but I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I you know I, I'll go back to what I said earlier this week when I called. When you guys were so nice to take my call, and I appreciate it. I, I work, and uh, luckily I'm able to 
listen to you guys at work. And so I'm blessed on that. But I still think tomorrow is a super important day in the history of Alabama football. Yeah. I agree, I agree to that. I agree to that. Yeah. Take it wherever you want to take it. I know where I'm taking it, and, and I'm not going to start a, a big controversy, but I know where I'm taking it. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it, but I hope you guys have a great weekend and be safe. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. Call I, again. Thank you, Call Phil. Again, and Phil. I agree with Phil. I'm tired of hearing all the cliches. Uh, I like what Coach Saban said. How do you keep them from film Phil storming? Win. If you win, they ain't coming. All right, uh, get to the Yellowwood Hotline and get Pat into the show. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Phil. Morning, Coach. Hey, oh, man, tonight Liberty. This is an important basketball game for Coach. Better. We need to go out there and, and get the passing and stuff a little bit better, I hope. Uh, but uh, Tuesday night, we're going down to Mobile for a 9 p.m. tip. Mm. You talked about going to be just buku fans there. What do y'all think? It's always scary to go. I guess that, is that game on South Alabama's campus, uh, Pat? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's always scary to do that because what that will tell you is South Alabama – Will be, could be, could be, well, and they could be more excited that Alabama could kind of make their season uh, to beat a, beat an Alabama. So you got to go down there. You got to be ready to go when you get there. So it should be interesting. That takes a lot of guts. I I don't know if I want to for NATO to schedule that. It takes a lot of guts to do that. To be quite honest with you. Yeah, especially this early in the season because South occasionally gets a couple basketball players that may not get five, yeah. but they get a couple that can play. Yeah, and uh, so you know anyway. But I just like that this team is so long. They have uh, I mean, it, hey, I was impressed when he when he put that big line up in there. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, they, they are long. Can go. They they can go and uh. That, so if this is going to be it'd be interesting, uh, but uh, I just saw where that something really really phenomenal about Alabama football recruiting potential that uh, Bryson Hubbard was just made Mister Six A Football of the Year again in Mississippi, and also uh, sir, um, the Sertarian uh, or whatever Perkins, uh, he's Mister Football in three A. And we still got a very high chance of getting him. When, hey, has there ever been where Alabama's had two Mr. Footballs from any state at one time? I'm sure the way they recruit. Okay. I don't know, but uh, but the way they recruit, I'm sure they've signed the Mr. Footballs from several states. Uh, they tend to go get yeah. the best players. So, but I couldn't tell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, I mean that's just like Benny Sinceri. Whenever he came from North Carolina, he was Mr. Football as a junior. You see what kind of safety he turned out to be. But uh, Coach Bryant, go back to Coach Sanderson. Do you remember when Coach Bryant used to recruit football? He would go in and get the best athletes, which was usually quarterbacks. And that's what with this Bryson, Bryson Hubbard or Bryson Hubbard uh, kid, he's a quarterback that Coach is going to turn into a safety. And – that this this reminds me of the days when Coach Bryant used to do the same thing. Uh, what can you remember about that, Coach Sanderson? Well, he he looked at athletes and athletes. Maybe they are a quarterback, so maybe they're not maybe they're not good enough, gifted enough quarterback wise. But they got great feet, they got great hands. Um, maybe they don't pass it so well, so he moves to a defensive backfield. Yeah, he looked at he looked at uh, you know, and he he listened very closely to the assistant coaches who came in because coach didn't get out that much 
he, he would go and look at somebody they wanted him to look at to get his opinion. But uh, he didn't go, you know, didn't go like Coach Saban does. But, uh, uh, you know, they knew good and well uh, to show him the film if they had it or to be darn sure to get him to understand that these kids were good on and off the field. Did they make some mistakes? Sure. When you when you select somebody in recruiting, you're going to make some mistakes. You just can't you just can't keep from it. But you do the very best you can to cut that percentage down. And yeah, Brian yeah. them did that. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. All right, thank you, Thank you. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Bye-bye. All right, we'll take this break here. Brian Hodgkin, uh, Alabama signed four guys here. I'm looking at this signing class. We'll ask him about that, and we'll also uh, pick his brain about the game tonight against Liberty. That's the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama defensive back Kareem Jackson was named a team captain for the Denver Broncos. Alabama commitment Brayson Hubbard was named Class 6A Mr. Football in the state of Mississippi for the second consecutive year on Thursday. The Crimson Tide must contain Alabama native and current Ole Miss player Quinshawn Judkins on Saturday. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Let it go! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving pretty well around the area. I strongly suggest that you avoid downtown Northport unless you're going to the parade because Main Avenue and 5th Street are both closed coming through downtown. Townsend Nissan says thanks to our veterans with an extra $500 off any new or used vehicle. Check out the details now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hi there, I'm your host, Dog, filling in for the human who's normally here and bringing you the smells and sounds of the holidays, courtesy of Begging Dog Treats. We wish you a be- Cloudy with the low at 48. Very cool tomorrow. Cloudy, the chance of some scattered light rain during the morning. The high at 55. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 63 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Hot! Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead so we can sleep in peace at night. When Good job, Joe. Good job, Joe. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother. So I just let the music. Now we can't let that. We have up Brian on. All right, uh, Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, get right to the Yellowwood hotline. Is assistant basketball coach, University of Alabama. Also. Uh, heads up the recruiting efforts there, and they have been recruiting. Boy, have they been recruiting. You saw that uh, out there on the court the other night with all the newcomers. Wow, Dad, have you ever seen a team that long? I don't know. You oh, love, got a long team. <laughs> you love long, guys. Coach Brian Hodgkin. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Morning. Good. How are you, how you guys doing this morning? We're doing great. Thank you for taking time to be on. I know you got a game tonight. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, you, you guys you sort of have having me. You scan the map a little bit in recruiting 
to New York and different places. Talk yeah. about the four kids. I think it's four that you've signed. Uh, maybe maybe yep, more. Right. Talk about each kid that that you signed and a little bit about them and, and the difficulty in getting them. <laughs> yeah, you know we um, we we you know we obviously if there's a kid regionally that can play for us, we want to recruit him. But we're we're not married to that. You know we're we're willing to uh, you know go across the country or even across the water if we need to uh, to find guys that that fit what we're looking for. So. The group that we signed here um, with uh, Muhammad Diabate coming out of uh, New York City, a Queens kid, um, he, he reminded us a lot of Herb Jones, and you, you hate to compare guys to, to, to NBA guys, but as far as length and, and athleticism and, and being able to uh, make an immediate impact on both sides of the ball, to be honest with you, we thought he was one of the best in the country uh, to fill that void for us. So. Um, and then we added Sam Walters, who, you know, uh, watching us, we, we like to play with bigs that can shoot the three, stretch the floor a little bit. Uh, Sam is a legit, you know, 6'10", and, and can play the four and five and can absolutely shoot the basketball at that yeah. size. I mean, he, yeah, he, he's, uh, it's, his whole career he's been known for stretching the floor. I mean, he's had games where he's, he's made six or seven threes. Um, so we're, we're, and he's super skilled. He can bounce it. Um, we're, we're excited to add him. And then, um, Davin Cosby coming out of, uh, Virginia, uh, by way of word of God down there in Raleigh, North Carolina is yeah. one of the best, just pure shooters in the country. Um, kind of a specialist, if you will, uh, can do other things, but, uh, but really, really can shoot the basketball. We, he caught, uh, our attention this summer on the Adidas circuit, uh, just by, he became one of the best pure shooters on the circuit. Um, and then last but obviously not least is is the best player in the state of Alabama, RJ, uh, from up there in Huntsville playing for Jack Doss. Uh, obviously, we've, we've had a few Jack Doss guys come through the Alabama program over the years, and RJ kind of flew under the radar for a little while, but you want to talk about a guy that's got a college-ready body, uh, athleticism, um, and, and we really think he can be an impactful guy on both sides of the basketball, especially as he continues to develop uh, a knockdown jump shot. But his athleticism and the other things, those, those things are ready to go right now. That's great, Barry. Well, we're talking with Coach Brian Hodgkin at the University of Alabama. Coach, talk us through a little bit of the process uh, of y'all's recruiting. I mean, whenever I hear you guys are on a guy, you guys don't miss much. Uh, when the guy's going to make his decision, when you guys want guys, you generally you generally get them. How does this work? Do you go out identify them? Does coach have to see everybody that you sign? Just kind of take us through the process of how you guys get involved with these kids. Yeah, you know, coach coach is pretty good about uh, not micromanaging us as far as recruiting goes, which I think helps. You know, we uh, us assistants go out watch guys uh, that fit our need or avoid you know that we have, um, and and we bring them back to the table and. What we'll usually do out of the gate is bring coach film right away. We'll, we'll, we'll get our support staff to round up a bunch of film, put it in front of coach, and um, and and you know we don't we don't hem and haw about it. If we like him, we'll, we'll offer um, and, and and get after it from there. We don't we don't really um, we try to target and identify a smaller group of guys than, than maybe some other schools, um, and and really just zone in on them. And, uh, you know, coach is good about 
you know, we, we kind of, we, we've got a great staff and that we all work together. Once, once we identify the group, we all work together to build a relationship with that kid and his, the people around him and, and, uh, you know, kind of go all in on, on, on making sure we can try to get that kid here on campus. Yeah, you guys don't miss, man. When you guys go and I see you in and then the guys getting ready to make a decision, uh, it seems like y'all are batting a pretty high percentage there. Dap? Do you at all go, uh, you probably don't go to the transfer portal to take a look at players that you know are that would you know just to see who's there and if you find somebody that really um, you know a whole lot about would you go that route or, you, or do you are you kind of staying away from that route? No, I, absolutely. I think uh, I think the transfer portal is going to become um, almost uh, you know it's 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 going to be almost a requirement as far as recruiting goes. You know, we we've got a couple right now. Obviously, Dom Dom Welch didn't get to play the other night with a with a, a small lower leg injury, but nothing too serious. Should have him back here shortly. But Dom's a transfer from St. Bonaventure that I've known since eighth or ninth grade, and kind of watched him have a great career in the A10 over the years. So, um, if we've got open scholarships, I, I think it allows you to bring in a mix of older guys, which coach you know. Um, you know, you, you've got to have a couple older guys on the floor to win basketball games. So we'll, we'll definitely take a look at that, uh, you know, this year even and, and years to come for sure. Yeah. Did you, uh, did, did you not, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Did you, uh, did you not coach your team this summer? Um, uh, yeah, I did. Have, yeah. have some success and in, in that, in coaching that team, were you able to, is that legal? To, I know it's legal. You wouldn't be doing it, but, uh, is that an opportunity to see kids that, uh, might come to your school? Is that what that was? No. So, actually, this is um, – it's called the TBT. It was more of an alumni tournament. Okay, alumni um, thing. I'm so, sorry. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so that was uh, th- that was guys that have played in college basketball, a lot of former NBA players and overseas oh, sorry, guys. Okay. But it was a blast. Okay. Yeah, no. It, it was fun, though. Good time did y'all win that thing? Did y'all win it? We did. We did. It's a it's a winner-take-all tournament for a So, how do y'all split that million? Have you split it all the way across the board? How do we split that million there, Brian? <laughs> You know what? I wish I wish I could, I wish I could tell you I got more than I did. We uh, we give it to the guys that actually have to put the ball in the basket. Yeah. So, um, all those guys that that played for us at Buffalo that made it possible for us to be here right now. Yeah. Um, but what honestly, what it does, you know, we won it this year. We it was which was great. It went to the Final Four the year before. It's it's just like the NCAA tournament, sixty-eight teams. And but what it really does is give us an opportunity to spend time with those guys. Um, that it, you know became a part of our family. So those guys are the reason why we're here. Um, you know, you, you you're you're a really good coach when you got really when, when you got good players. You're a bad you coach. You got that right. Yeah, those plays <laughs> work a lot better with good players uh, coaching. Uh, uh, ain't no question. Tell me about everybody's talking about Brandon Miller. We'll put him to the side. We know uh, how good he is. I came to y'all's scrimmage. I guess it was this summer, and I called Dad. I said, "Man, I got this kid out of South Carolina." I know Dorman well just from coaching at the University of South Carolina. Noah Clowney said, this kid's going to be really, really good. They went in there and really got one. I don't know what he was ranked. He may have been ranked in the top ten in the country for all I know. But uh, he was impressive to me because long, athletic. I think this kid's got a bright, bright future. Maybe he's not getting the publicity of a Brandon Miller. But talk a little bit about Noah Clowney. He's really impressed me so far. No, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. He's special. And uh, he, Coach Petway, Coach Petway went in there and found Noah 
Um, Noah was an under-the-radar kid outside the top 100, played for a non-shoe circuit AAU team. So he had he had plenty of high majors after him. It came down to us in Indiana, I believe. But, um, you know, Noah's, Noah's – you're right. Brandon, Brandon gets a lot of the publicity right Right now, Noah's right there with him as far as talent and ability. Yeah. I mean, when we have uh, people come through here, scouts leave our gym, uh, you know, what's one of the first names they mention? I mean, 6'10", can stretch the floor, you obviously make open threes. Uh, but the but the most impressive thing about him is his approach. Um, you know, he's he's not your typical, uh, you know, young freshman in college. Uh, he, he is a straight business, uh, you know, just work every day, get his shots up, training room, watch film, uh, no-nonsense kind of guy, which is really going to make him successful. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, we had him in the starting lineup the other night. You know, don't be surprised to see that quite a bit this year because he's, uh, he, he's very, very talented, and, and he's got the mental aspect to go with it. We're, we got lucky there, and we're really, really excited to have him. Yeah, that uh, Liberty comes to town tonight. Uh, I think good team in their league. Uh, good test for you. Um, probably uh, a game that you play. You're trying to maybe you know correct some turnovers and shoot it a little bit better. Talk about talk about uh, about that game and about the, your feelings for tonight. Well, I, but the feelings for tonight. I <laughs> I'm tired of playing these games. To be honest with you, I, I want some. I want an easy one to come in here one night, yeah. but. Uh, we we've uh, we've always done it since I've worked for coach. We're not going to have an easy game on the schedule. He he wants to be tested. Um, it, it's proven to work for us. It, it prepares us for the for the conference slate. But Liberty Longwood was picked to win the Big South, and Liberty's coming here in here tonight, picked to win the A Sun. And uh, if you if you've looked the last couple nights in college basketball, now so far the A Sun has went in and won three bye games over high majors. Um, you know, just, just two nights ago, Bellarmine went in and, and popped yeah. Louisville at Louisville. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast went out and beat USC at USC. Yep. And Stetson went in and beat Leonard Hamilton in Florida State. So yeah. we're, we're trying to make sure we're not number four tonight. Um, and I think one thing to watch out for is they've got one of the, uh, one of the best players in the country and a kid named Darius McGee, uh, has one of the highest offensive usage rates in all of college basketball, averages 25 points a game and shoots 11 threes a game at 40%. Um, so really, we, we've got to you know hone in on containing him, and this, this team's fifth in the country in percentage of points coming from three. So we've got to defend the three, and like you said, Coach, hopefully we can make a couple of uh, Coach, tell me a little about I know you guys, uh, Nate's talked a lot about defense this year. I got death. If you don't guard, you're not playing. Uh, and with the length and all, you guys should be – Really special defensive. You can make some mistakes, and guys can come and, and block shots. But what, on the offensive end, I know he likes to shoot a lot of threes. Uh, how does a guy get the green light? Uh, does he get it in practice? Do y'all look at the percentages? Does everybody have the green light? How do y'all determine who can jump up and shoot it any time they want if they're open? Is is there anybody that can't? I guess I should ask you. Yeah, there there is, uh, but. We, you know, it, it it is. It comes. We we stat everything. We've got. Uh, it's a great great time to give a shout out to our support staff. We've got an unbelievable army of student managers, graduate assistants, and and, and volunteers, if you will, that stat practice every day live. Uh, are cutting film every day, so we stat every single shot these guys take from the time they get here. Um, 
And, you know, just, just like anything else in the real world, if, if over the course of four months you're shooting uh, 17% from three, we're probably not going to let you take one of the games. Um, but the guys that you see putting them up at a high clip, you know, Namari Burnett, Mark Sears, Brandon Miller, uh, Noah Clowney, uh, down the line, these, these guys have shot. We've actually had one of the best shooting summers we've had, I've had as a coach. Um, I think we had some, some first-game jitters the other night. Uh, but we've got some real shooters, and and to really answer your question, it's something that we we stat um, all summer, all spring, and, and and the guys earn that right to have have the green light. Um, and we don't want to be selfish by any means, but if it's a good look and you're a good shooter, um, you know we we want you to take it. So you know you may even see a Charles Bediaco Trail Three at some point this year. So, um, you know he, he's he's made a couple of them, of them over the summer, so. Uh, we're, we're working on expanding his game. Yeah, I can remember I was in South Carolina. We had Ronaldo Balpin, who was not a great three, good three-point shooter, and he took a few. And I said, what are you doing? He said, well, Coach, I'm open. I said, Ronaldo, you're going to be open all year. You're open for a reason, all right? They hope you, actually, no they actually hope you hit the first one so you'll shoot more. So don't let being open be a reason to shoot the basketball. And trying to get kids to understand that sometimes and understand their role, and you guys are going to have to do that with as much depth as you got. But people are going to have to buy into roles, aren't they, Brian, this year? Yeah, they are. They are. We, you, you said it earlier. We've got multiple guys at each position, and that's really the way you want your roster to look. Um, you know, we, we're, we're going to allow, allow guys to make mistakes, but what we really want to get to is a point where you're taking pride in the individual effort things. You know, individual defense. Um, you know, I'm going to keep my man in front, you know, the, the rebounding, the blue collar stuff. Um, and if you don't, we've got somebody sitting there waiting to play. Um, you know, I, we, another guy that hasn't gotten much attention, but if you watched the game the other night, he came in ready to go with the, the freshman, Rylan Griffin. Um, you know, Rylan came in and, and, and got to the, got to the basket right away and, and made our first three of the game and, um, you know, can really score. And we're telling him, Hey, if you, we know you can score. He was one of the best scorers in all of high school basketball last year. We know you can score. If you start to defend and rebound, we're going to find a way to get you out there. And we're telling the other guys, the older guys, hey, Ryland's right here, you know, clawing at your back. So you better find a way to, to you know, to, to keep yourself ahead of them. So I think that's what makes makes players good is, is when you've got, you know, iron sharpening iron, if you will. Yeah. Dad, anything else for Coach before we let him go? No, we uh, the league, you can't talk about the league because it hurts you if you said somebody wasn't any good. So I would just tell you that I try to study it even though I've been gone 40 years. Uh, the three A's, Alabama, Auburn, and or Arkansas, along with Kentucky and Tennessee, look to me yep. to be like the five best. Uh, right below that, yeah. um, maybe a, a question mark for me or Florida A&M, the, the, Texas in Florida, they're, they're question marks for me, and then the rest of them. That that seven of the of the fourteen, the other seven is I don't knows. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, somebody's better, somebody's yeah. worse. I think. Go ahead. I, I tell you, you know, this league is is going to be extremely balanced this year. I think you you hit it on the head as far as the the couple teams everybody knows going to going to be good and and uh, you know then then even down to your question marks. You know, Florida's got a great new coach. Uh, that had a lot of success in San Francisco uh, and returned a good group of guys from that last year Florida team. So um, Texas A&M Five was a coaches. team that was not going to – Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you even look at Mississippi State. Chris James is, is, a, is a ball coach. 
Um, I mean, he he was he took New Mexico State to multiple NCAA tournaments. Was really good at Bowling Green and was a huge part of the success they had up there at Wichita State. Um, so the the league's brought in some new coaches, and then I'll tell you what, I I don't think anybody in the SEC wants to go up the road and play at Vanderbilt with with what Jerry Stackhouse is doing. I mean, he's he, he's a he's a great coach and one of the toughest teams in the league to scout. So. It's it's going to be a war, as you know. It is every year, and, and was every year that you did it. So uh, we're just got to take it one at a time. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Appreciate you being on very much. Appreciate it, Coach. Good luck to you tonight. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate you. All right, take there's care. Coach Brian Hodgson. They do a good job uh, recruiting. They got a they got a team this year, uh, Dad. That can really should be able to defend long, athletic. Hopefully, they can stay healthy, and then uh, they'll try to add. Uh, a really great point guard. I know you love Quinley, and they'll try to add him to the mix uh, here in maybe a month or so. All right, uh, we'll take this break, get back, talk to Mike Brown. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, traffic moving pretty well around the area. I strongly suggest that you avoid downtown Northport unless you're going to the parade because Main Avenue and 5th Street are both closed coming through downtown. Townsend Nissan says thanks to our veterans with an extra $500 off any new or used vehicle. Check out the details now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Shop Black Friday deals at JCPenney. This weekend, get one to two carat total weight diamond rings, studs, or bracelets. 100.9. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, right up to the Alabama One Hotline. Mike Brown. Good morning, Mike. How are you, buddy? Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, Barry. Good morning, Coach. How are you all today? We're doing good. good. We're doing good. Tell us what's happening uh, with Alabama One. I know you guys got some great deals coming up on later this month with the uh, the Black Wednesday. Uh, just talk a little bit about what's going on. Oh, no, absolutely. And so today is a holiday at Alabama One, so I apologize if any of our locations, if you're trying to get in, but our anytime teller machines and our online banking, all that's still up and running if you need to access your funds, transfer money, take care of your finances. But very, you're absolutely right. We're, we're really geared up this season for Black Wednesday. It's an annual promotion, big loan promotion that we've done for a couple of years now to really take advantage of that Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, and think back to some of your old sales, like, I don't know if you're older like I am, when you'd have to be at the store earlier to get the bigger discount on the DVD player or whatever it may have been. And the earlier you get your application in, the, the more money you can save. And right now we're offering those loan specials on our cars, trucks, SUVs. We've been doing that for years. Uh, and this year we decided to go ahead and add a recreational vehicle. So if it's the RV, the boat, we're offering the same great rate um, and even doing some extended terms, changing it up a little bit this year. And we'll have all those rates announced to our marketing area co- coming in the next week or so uh, to really help our members save money. And it's probably one of the biggest events. We, we save our members literally thousands of dollars in interest from this event. And so all of our branches, our online channels are all excited to, uh, to find ways to help save our members coming up into this holiday season. All right. Uh, on the black wednesday do they apply do they apply pre-apply and then they go on that day? how does that work uh mike i had somebody texting me uh, yesterday asking me exactly how that process works oh no no great question Barry. so the sale is only five hours long right so you can't buy early for it it's only on the wednesday right before thanksgiving 
and it starts at 7 a.m. So all of our branches, we have a few that open around 7, 7.30 anyway, but all of our branches are going to open at 7 a.m. So if anybody's trying to save money, they have to get their application in, and the biggest discounts are getting the application in between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. And then each hour, you know, 8 to 9, 9 to 10, 10 to 11, the rate goes up just a little bit, trying to encourage the earlier you apply, the more money you can save. And Barry, I said the branches will be open, but all of our online channels will be available too. So it's not like you can apply the day before because that's not how it works. You got to get the application submitted during that time frame. Okay. So just for that five hours on that Wednesday to get the application in and lock in that rate. Is that something you can do online during those times or do you have to go into the branch, Mike? Oh, 100%. You can do it online. We've set it all up and we've actually been encouraging because Listen, if you let's say you have to go to work at 8 o'clock that morning and you can't get by the branch in time. We totally understand that. Sit in the car right before you go in, and you can send, submit an application from your cell phone, and it only takes a few minutes. So uh, not a problem. Uh, the vast majority of our applications for Black's Wednesday over the past few years have actually been more online, less than branch. Okay. But if you want to go talk to a loan officer about it beforehand, have that conversation this week, prepare yourself, and uh, we'll try to help set you up for the best best deal of success that we can. That's uh, great stuff. Uh, you guys, as you said, you're closed uh, today uh, and uh, for Veterans Day, which is a great thing. Uh, tell us about some of the branches, though, if people want to come in, uh, you know, starting next week. No, absolutely. So, of course, we got the great the branches all over this great city of Tuscaloosa. We're, we're up and down Skyland, down 69 South. We're over there by County High, uh, Rice Mine Road. We're, we're all over the, the city of Tuscaloosa, and we've been talking about this for about a year and a half, two years. We've been expanding our reach, and we have our branch in Fayette, a couple branches in Pickens County. We're down there in Linden outside of Demopolis. Or let's say you're doing a, a winter trip down to the beach and want to ride down 43. We have a branch in Mount Vernon, Alabama. And we've expanded our reach, even having a location in, uh, around Montgomery, a location up in center Alabama. So we have the branches all over, and we've been deploying those anytime teller machines. So even if our branch is closed, and you still need to come in and do some account maintenance, do some withdrawal, move some money around. We have these machines near or close to our branches. And, of course, you have the, the branch that's in your pocket all the time on your mobile phone with our online banking, which we've, we continue to add features and benefits after upgrading just a few short years ago. All right, Mike. Uh, that was not nice, what y'all did last week to Miami. 45-3. to three. Come on. That's like beating little brother. You got Syracuse on the road this weekend. Uh, are the Seminoles playing their best football right now, Mike? We are showing signs of it. This is the most complete team with Coach Norvell. I'm look as a as a uh, the, the resident Florida State fan for for our brand, you know, at the credit union. So proud coming in on the Miami win, and everyone I talked to was like, "I'm sorry, who? What what game did y'all play?" They were so enthralled with their own stuff, but. Uh, seeing such a win, it was more of a, to me, the in-state rivalries with Miami and, and Florida especially, it becomes a big recruiting opportunity for Florida State. And to me, this is just a sign of things to come. And look, being bowl eligible, sitting on the, the, the CFC rankings at 23, that's a big win for Florida State. And it's a very, very happy fan as we go into the Syracuse game this weekend. Mike, have a great weekend, my man. Enjoy the Thanks, family. Mike. Appreciate it. Oh, hey, hey, guys, because it's a holiday, I got two little ones. That oh, yeah, yeah. let's get on. it. Let's get it. Give me one second. All right, guys, one. Two, three. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, uh, Mike. Enjoy right, the en, enjoy the day with the family, my man. Thank All right, you, there's Mike you. Brown. Go to www.alabama1.org. We want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern made this seven o'clock hour possible. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Josh Wright, uh, the head football coach at Tuscaloosa Academy, is next. Big game up at Lexington High School. They got a long bus ride today, Dad. 
Uh, you got to get up there early, get those legs stretched. We'll talk to Josh about what to expect tonight. Listen to Tyler, 100.9 is the home of Alabama. Shop Black Friday deals at JCPenney. This weekend, get one to two carat total weight diamond rings, studs, or bracelets. 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. Andrew's my agent. Let him become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Looking for home life auto. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. He will take great care of you. you got the backing of Allstate, but the local guy with Andrew Knifer. And I really love that I made the change over a year ago. He. Uh, is there every time I need him, 205-722-9201, and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right, uh, right now we're in our Tuscaloosa Academy High School segment. Uh, it's brought to you by Tax. Uh, great guys like uh, Ray Cole, Chris Beaker, they do a great job of getting out and uh, raising money, and they want to uh, make people aware of what's going on in Tuscaloosa Academy. And this guy right here, Dad, Coach Josh Wright, uh, is – I don't know, Josh. Are y'all ten and two now. Ten and two. Uh, headed up uh-huh. to Le- headed up to Lexington in round Uh-oh. round two. Round uh, Florence. That's where I'm from. Is, do you go through? <laughs> do you go through Florence, Dad? Well, to- no. He'll go up sixty five and cut through Athens. Go yeah, that way. yeah. That's the way that's he'll right. go. We're nine and uh, two, Barry. Nine so, and two. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, you got to be. No, that's right. Nine and two. Um, great year. Uh, you guys have got a big game tonight. Uh, I know Lexington uh, is a very well-coached team. I hear uh, from some of your assistant coaches there and from you yesterday how tough they are. Just talk about what kind of ball game and what kind of team you guys are facing tonight. Yeah, first of all, I just want to wish Happy Veterans Day to everyone. and What a special holiday this sure. is. Uh, we got a big program, and we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for our veterans. So I uh, just want to sh- give that shout-out. Um but yeah, the, we we we've got a really really tough uh, opponent. They're very physical. They're big. Uh, they've you know got big linemen. They probably average about two sixty five, two seventy five across the front. Uh, they've got a good, really good running game. Uh, got a big tight end about six three, two forty five. Some man mover. Uh, tough backs. You know they play that old school football. You know I mean it's just hit you in the mouth. You know, and uh, quarterbacks, uh, coach's son, I think he's a three-year starter. He's got well-controlled offense. They do a lot of different things, whether it's the veer look, the wing tee look, the power look. I mean, it's just a – you know, they it's going to be tough for our defense, but Coach Bradford, Coach Stockton, Coach Cress on that other side has done a great job this year of shutting people down. So, you know, and, and offensively, we're going to have to score. We're going to have to score, score, score if we can you know, and then, you know, we got to win the special teams game, which uh, Coach Fuller does a phenomenal job in that. And um, so, 
we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to the bus ride. We're going to uh, places we've never been before, so uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Josh, uh, let's go back early in the season. You guys went to ACA, and quite honestly, you got beat pretty good. Uh, and I think right. sometimes those things can be – Eye-opener. Your team can go one or two directions uh, from that. Uh, either you can say, man, we're just – we've bitten off more than we can chew. I had a guy that son plays for ACA. He t- he said, hey, those guys are going to be fine. Uh, just keep working. You you guys did a great job of getting those guys back together. I think you've won every game since. Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but I think that was probably a pivotal point to where these kids had to decide, hey, I better toughen up and I better learn how to play – play football and 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 get more discipline and do some of the things that we need to do. I think that may have been a turning point for you guys, and you obviously got them heading in the right direction. Just talk about that. Well, I mean, it, it was one of those deals where, I mean, yeah, ACA is well coached. Their kids play hard. Their kids expect to win. You know, when we got out there and got down, we had uh, five turnovers in the game. We had four against Allisville. We had nine turnovers. We hadn't had nine turnovers since then. Now, they had something to do with that. Sure. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, we just flopped. But, um, you know, we learned, you learn a lot about that, and that's why you want to play those tough teams, uh, you know, first. And uh, it, was a, it was a good learning curve for us. And since then, you know, our kids have bought in, understand. I mean, I think that – one of those things that helped us the other night when we got down 14 to nothing was we didn't panic. You know, we were like, and we had two turnovers. We had two pick sixes. How many people win a game with, you throw two pick sixes, which it was not Preston's fault. You know, it was just how the game happened. But, you know, we settled in and made plays and defense stood up and, uh, you know, special teams uh, did great. So, you know, that was just, that's just kind of how our kids' mindset. It's like, guys, we're never just just next play, next play. You know, is our mindset. You know, um, but we got great kids, we got great coaches, and you know, and and it's like they just, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low. You know, just keep it kind of even keel and see what happens. Yeah, that. Um, how many seniors on this team? Uh, coaches, 13, 13 of them. And okay, you got all of them, great kids. Yeah. yeah, I know it. <laughs> so, uh, but we have a lot of good young kids that are contributors, big time yeah. contributors. So, uh, you know, uh, hopefully the future is bright. Well, I, uh, Josh, you, you probably dress a lot of younger kids there. They're probably quite honestly, probably not going to get in this game, but I think just being there, being able to get on that bus, can go up to this game, this playoff game tonight. These are all first uh, for for Tuscaloosa Academy in, at this level. Just being there, I think, is a learning experience. It, it should uh, help these guys to what they have to do to, to to be ready to play at this level. So just having those guys there uh, is, oh. a, is a big help to you. <clears throat> well, you, both of y'all know there's no price you can put on experience. I mean, just understanding and you know, we got some ninth graders going on there that's going to be like, you know, next year if we're fortunate enough to make the playoffs, hey, we've been here, you know? Yeah. And and, and that's just, uh, I mean, I think that in college, that I mean, every everywhere, that's the, the key, you know? Uh, so, um, 
and, and coaching too. You know, I mean, it's it's just being being ready for the moment and not letting it get overwhelmed or and and so you know we're excited. We're we're going to leave today about twelve. Uh, so go up there and. We, like like you said earlier, we're going to try to stretch our legs out. We're not fast enough to pull muscles, so I don't know. <laughs> Dad, you know what Josh is doing, though? What? He's making the, the basketball coach's job hard over there. <laughs> uh, you know, you like to have your guys for practice. He wants, them, he wants them for football practice now. Don't you think they should be coming to basketball practice instead of football practice now? I don't, so. think, I, I don't think I'm going to get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. Hey, I told Coach. Sanderson, I told Barry, I'll be at the game Monday night. You know, yeah, we're playing Monday lose. night. I got like yeah. seven guys that have never practiced, and they won't. If they win, they won't even be out there. So, uh, great schedule on my part. That's the hard thing about basketball. You don't ever know when to schedule because you don't really know when uh, the football season is going to end. But the guys that aren't playing, you don't want to schedule too late, and then you try to cram all these games in. So basketball takes a back seat to football in this state. We already know that, Josh. So well. Uh, well, Barry, they'll be they'll be in physical shape, <laughs> but they won't be in basketball shape. No, nah. so you may have to just put them, you know, defensive things. So yeah, well, good luck tonight. Sure. Uh, you guys got a, a nice bus ride up. Are you going up through Wimp Sanderson Country if you happen to go through Florence? If you go by, no, they don't. They won't go through Florence. They won't. All right. No. Well, they. Uh, hey, and Coach Coach Sanderson, I uh, I just I talked to my brother about seven o'clock this morning. Told him the blue the wimp blue plate was uh Florida, so he uh, he's going to tell Coach Beamer and use that as some motivation. Uh oh, the blue plates <laughs> made it to Columbia, South Carolina. That's right, Bull- Dad, you're creating bulletin board material. Yeah, we used to play. We used to play Lexington. We used to play Lexington all the time, and they had a they had a nasty team, and uh, uh, I, I nicknamed uh, I nicknamed the guy that I was going to guard, Filthy McNasty. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! You played against Lexington? Oh yeah, I'm going to guard Filthy McNasty tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so they has been about a uh, hundred years ago. Wow. Yeah, we play them. I wonder if it's yeah. the same school. Oh sure. Oh yeah. They can't Jones. be the same purple, school. Purple Bears. Purple Bears. Well, I mean, Bill, I mean, Bill surely. Jones, who's an AD and uh, basketball player? I played against him. He was a he was a, a great player at Lexington and. Uh, he started shooting free throws right after the national anthem. Oh, you, could, you, know, <laughs> you couldn't breathe on him. They call a foul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, stop yeah. fouling him. Stop reaching. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh. Uh, great stuff, man. Uh, we'll be following you close. And if you get the W, I'll be talking to you again next Friday. So, <laughs> so get it done, my man. I appreciate it, guys. Thank, Thank you. y'all for having us. All right, there's All right. Josh Bye. Wright. That's brought to you by Tax. So those guys out there, Ray Cole, do a great job and. We want to promote the kids and push the kids. And uh, moving on to the second round, though, ACA here locally is in the second round, and Hillcrest is in the second round. Joe, am I missing anybody here locally in our area that is still playing football? Count uh, Gordo. You count Gordo, yeah, count? Gordo. Yeah, Gordo, Pickens. Alliceville. Alliceville, yes, yeah, Alliceville. Oof. i got to play them in basketball in January. I have no idea how I'm going to guard them. You listen to Ty, one point. Uh, let me tell you about Royal Cleaners. Uh, Royal Cleaners. Pick up and deliver. They want to make life easy for you. Take that cleaning to work right there at home. Dial 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you, pick it up, get it all cleaned up, deliver it right back. You want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road. Give them a call today. Tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you 
0034. Joe, did you know, I don't know if you were here that day, when Dad went to vote, he wrote Sonny Smith in. What did you write him in on, on Dad? I, yeah, a lieutenant governor. Lieutenant governor. So ask Sonny, well, ask Sonny, did he know he got a vote for lieutenant governor? He listed tie 100.9. Is he home? Alabama <laughs> sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Veterans Day Friday morning. The city of Northport's opening ceremonies for their Veterans Day observance underway at Shirley Place this hour. At 8.30, the city's first ever Veterans Day parade steps off along Main Avenue. Mayor Bobby Herndon calling the parade an emotional event for him. The annual para-Veterans Day ceremony begins at 10 this morning at Veterans Memorial Park at on McFarland Boulevard. Probate judge and Marine vet Rob Robertson is the keynote speaker. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving pretty well around the area. I strongly suggest that you avoid downtown Northport unless you're going to the parade because Main Avenue and 5th Street are both closed coming through downtown. Towns of Nissan says thanks to our veterans with an extra $500 off any new or used vehicle. Check out the details now at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hi there, I'm your host, Dog, filling in for the human who's normally here and bringing you the smells and sounds of the holidays, courtesy of Begging Dog Treats. We wish you a- More coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The chance of a few isolated showers this morning, otherwise mostly cloudy today, the high 69. Turning colder tonight, cloudy with the low at 48. Very cool tomorrow, cloudy, the chance of some scattered light rain during the morning, the high at 55. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 63 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Need to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive content on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. On the bank of the river stood a running bear, young Indian brave. On the other side of the river stood his lovely Indian maid, a little white dove who was a her name, such a lovely. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We'll get right to the Alabama One Hotline, getting our great friend, Coach Sonny Smith. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, Sonny. I'm good. How are you guys today? We're Did doing you? okay. How's, how's Jan? Well, she's still in the hospital. We're uh, getting ready to go there today. She's uh, she's made hmm. some improvement, but a uh, long way from coming home, though. I'm sure sorry. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, Coach, did you know you got a vote for lieutenant governor? I did. Did that guy that voted for me, is he still alive? Somebody (laughs) shot him to vote for me. (laughs) Do you think you got more than one vote? 
Do you think he, do you think <laughs> that know. guy spelled your name right? Did he spell it S U N N Y. Do you think he spelled the name right? I uh, I think that he and I probably went to the same school. <laughs> yeah. Took the same class. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's uh, he thought that was cute, so he wrote you in for lieutenant governor, so I just wanted to make lieutenant sure. Lieutenant governor. Yeah. I would be I'd be a good lieutenant. <laughs> I don't I couldn't I don't believe I could combine governor and lieutenant, but I'd be a good lieutenant. Uh talk to us about uh this weekend, the football game, Cadillac. Uh with Auburn making the change. I think they really kind of rallied the fan base there. They really love Cadillac. He's uh, very seems to be very humble. They got a sellout against Texas A and M. Uh you got a new athletic director where things maybe two weeks ago uh were miserable down there just in one week with one with a couple of different hires, the demeanors totally changed over there, hadn't he, Coach? Yes, it has. And, you know, not many people would have said, well, Cadillac would be the guy they would go to. But from a rallying standpoint, as you just mentioned, I think it's been terrific. I think everybody's rallied around him. Now, there'll be some people that want him to keep the job, but I don't believe that'll happen. But uh, there's no question that people are enthused again that have been dragging their feet, complaining and everything that goes with losing and and I think he's got them fired up again, and I, I certainly hope they go to go to this next game and win. And it looks real good. I don't know that they would hire me if, if it were to happen, but it sure would get the fan base back on the right uh, right plane again. Yeah, that. Uh, John Hope Cohen from uh, State got the job. Uh, any, I don't know if you know him or not. We we know him somewhat because he's from Tuscaloosa. Any thoughts on that anybody has talked about as far as him being the new AD? You know, when you get uh, new and been around through the league, people talk. But everything that's been said about this man has been positive. And uh, I think that's a good thing. And I think he'll be a, I think he'll be a rally, rallying factor for the, for the fans. And also, I don't know how much he'll have to do with the hiring of the next coach. Uh, but uh, everybody looks at it as a, a very good hire and that he's going to do a good job. And he's experienced with the league, uh, and I think he's going to be a big hit with fans right here. I do. Uh, coached uh, Auburn uh, basketball. will hit the court tonight. They'll take on uh, South Florida. Uh, they played a good team, George Mason. Uh, the first yeah, game, good. really good uh, with uh, the former assistant at Tennessee that was coaching those guys. So I know uh, they did a good job. But the atmosphere there that's being created uh, is special. Every time Auburn plays now, it's, it seems to be a show, a tough ticket there. Just talk about uh, this team and, and how they're performing. Well, I think you hit it right on head. It, it on the head from a standpoint of fan support. The students are unbelievable. They really get after the opposing team the minute they come around for shoot-arounds. And uh, they stay active all during the game. You're filled up. Uh, they're a slow-coming crowd, uh, especially on the side away from the students. But by the end of the – or the start of the first half, and if five or ten minutes into it, it's, it's loaded up, filled up, sold out. But And they're very, very active. I see this as uh, – uh, really a very tough place to play right now. And you got to give the students a credit for that because they really, really get after the other team and get behind their team. 
and I I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to play here. I want to go down to Joel Lee's, which was like a li- little bit different in that regard. Yeah, that. Uh, is this basketball team going to be good enough, uh, talented enough to go on the on the road uh, and win? I, I think they're good. They they don't shoot it as they have in past yeah. years. Uh, That's it, right they're there. They're big guy. They're big guys. You gotta have some three point shots to win games. You don't have to have a thousand of them, but you gotta have have a bunch of them. Is this team gonna be good enough to go on the road and and win like they like like they could could people think they're going to? Or I, not? I think uh, Wimp. If they shoot the ball, they're gonna go. They're gonna be, be exceptional home and away. They did not shoot the ball well at home, and. Uh, the one thing that won't change, I don't think it will change, it hasn't ever. Uh, they won't stop putting it up there. So I think it's going to come down to one big thing. They really, really guard you. They rebound yeah. well. And I didn't expect them to block shots the way that they have, but they blocked nine, I believe, nine shots the last game. And Broom, the, the transfer from the Ohio Valley Conference, is, is really an excellent shot blocker and, str- and strong guy around the basket. Now, I think it's going to come down to one thing. Can they shoot the ball consistently? Because they're still firing them up at the same rate that they have always. You know, Whoever's got it, if he wants to take a shot, he can, and Bruce lives with that. So, to me, the biggest fact, defense is terrific. It, it's it's better and good. I mean, they really get after you. They turn you over. They don't get in serious foul trouble and uh, and, and still maintain real pressure on you. Uh, so I think that uh, it's all going to come down to what you just mentioned. Can we shoot the ball at home and on the road? We didn't shoot it at home on the first game. So I think it's a team that is capable of being shooters, but they didn't do it the first game. Um, but Coach Pearl has a style. Um, those guys don't shoot with one eye on the bench. Uh, you know, a lot of guys that coach yep. that they <laughs> they tell you who can and who can't shoot. They really critique shot selection. Uh, sometimes I've seen him get on a guy for not taking a shot, uh, and it's probably a fun style. But he does ask for those guys to play with maximum effort to defend. If you do all those things, and he won't say anything to you offensively. Uh, it's probably a fun way to play. Some coaches can do it, some can't. But Bruce Pearl's found a way to do it and be successful. That's right. He does not get on them for taking shots. He wants them to take shots. If uh, He has a substitution pattern that's based, looks to me like, on minutes. They pretty much come out at the same time, and I don't think he substitutes to get a guy out for failing or messing up. I think he stays with a substitution pattern uh, based on minutes and based on foul trouble. And I think because of that, a guy knows what his, what his uh, setup is, and he, he lives within that and performs better. And I think that uh, he has a total – he has great control of his players. He really does. And very rarely – you know, they take some bad shots. Very rarely does he jump a guy for taking that shot. And I, I, I don't know what his thinking is behind that, but he's always kind of been that way, and it, it seems to work out that they they start making those shots eventually. Uh, Coach, a lot of talk here about Alabama football. 
you know, normally they blow people out. They get to play a lot of people. Uh, they never really ever have many close games, maybe one a year. Uh, now they've lost two. They've had two go down to the final play. Uh, so they haven't been able to play as many guys. Um, they're probably dealing with things that they've never dealt with. A lot of coaches have to deal with this. Nick Saban and this staff probably hasn't. Uh, how important is it to be able to handle locker room, know what's going on in there? Because when you're not winning or you're losing a couple of close games, guys aren't playing, uh, managing that locker room gets a lot more difficult as a coach, doesn't it? There's no question about it. And I do believe this. I believe that Cadillac major asset is the fact of his communication efforts with the players. It's positive. So I think he'll be good in the locker room. But when he hits the field, are his players good enough to beat the people that they're competing against? I think he'll be a guy that rallies them up, gets them ready to play, uh, but the question is, can they play? Are they good enough to play against people? And I don't think he can make them better, but he certainly has, he certainly has everything on a positive up, up, up outlook with his players and upbeat to go along with that. So from that standpoint, you know, he's, he could be in a factor in the hiring for a new coach, but I think they'll look for a guy with, uh, wins and behind his belt and been there done that type of guy is auburn uh and i'm talking about the outside people the the boosters the big money guys when, when alabama was at a critical place in their program when they went to hire nick saban i think he said hey i'll come but i'm gonna do it my way i'm not listening to anybody i don't want to hear anything about what they got to say i'm coming in i got a real plan and i'm doing it my way would Auburn is Auburn going to allow that with this next guy coming in, or do they meddle as much as people act like they do down there? I think they'll meddle. I think it's, I think it's <laughs> I think it's home. I think that's homegrown. I think it will stay, but I don't think they will affect the guy that they hired. I do believe that it affects uh, uh, Harson though. I do really do because his family was out there in the schools and his wife was active in the town and they heard all the all the major complaints which is everyday type stuff and but uh i i think i don't think all the fans will change and i don't think the coach that they hire will let it bother but they got to make a good hire and i know i do not know enough and mint wimp probably knows him better than i do the new athletic director how much a factor he's going to be in the hiring they're big Big. It's gonna be big. big. I, I hope he is because I like to see it in the hands of the people that's running the program from day one, and, and I, I do hope that's the case. Uh, NASCAR, anything on NASCAR? Our listeners need to know. No, NASCAR just motoring along. You know, the thing about NASCAR is everybody's complaining about the new car. It is. It's caught on fire in wrecks. It's. Uh, Difficult to control and drive as as some of the other cars have been, the design of the cars. And there's a lot of complaining about the new car. But the racing is still good. The fans are filling up places. And it uh, it's not going to change unless they can. They do need to get, do something about the car to keep. And now the, the one thing that's happening with racing uh, guys get behind and they do little things and you get, they get caught. They're suspending people for 
leaving a lug nut off for four four races, that type of thing. So they try to keep the rules locked down, and it makes it awful hard to catch up if they if they make the rules so difficult that you can't do a little bit of cheating on the backside. It used to be known and 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 I talked about how people could cheat and, and win races, you know. But right now, they try to take every bit of those things away, and that's the big thing in NASCAR right now. The big thing also in NASCAR is new drivers. They're starting to show strengths, and, and uh, they're, they're changing drivers on, on cars a little bit faster than they used to. used to be based on could they bring a sponsorship. Now that's based on can they drive good in the, in the Xfinity Series or the Truck Series enough to elevate them up to a, a Sprint Cup seat. And, and that's, that's the big thing right now to me. Well, Coach, we appreciate it. Our prayers are with uh, you and your wife and family there, and hopefully uh, she gets home uh, soon. Everything uh, gets much better. We'll be praying for you guys. I'll be I talking really to appreciate you. That. Thank you, Phil. I'll be talking to you, Sonny. Hang in there. Thank you. There's, there's Coach uh, Sonny Smith. So, all right, Dad, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Lover and Hayes. Joe, uh, find the picks for him. We also up at the phone lines, 205-342-9904. I need you to pick bad this week, too, by the okay. way. Okay, right. I probably will. All right. Uh, Prince Clever Hayes, the attorneys that we talk about all the time because they're successful, because they know what they're doing, know the changes in the law. The law changes up so much in the state of Alabama. If somebody's coming after you from next-door neighbors to somebody on the highway to kinfolks, uh, they can give you some good advice. Prince Clever Hayes' uh, phone number is 205-345-1234. Uh, they will visit with you on the telephone. You can tell them your problems, your thoughts. Uh, they will talk to you about those, and if you need to go down and see them, you go by 701 Rice Mine Road, visit with them personally, and I think that you'll find these guys know what they're doing. Bob and I have been long friends for a long time. I know his abilities, and if you need if you need help, then Prince Glover and Hayes are the people to visit with. 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. If they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Ty 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. If you're one of the few in this area who haven't enjoyed a Marco's Pizza, come discover the difference between bland, ordinary pizza and taste bud tentilating Marco's Pizza. Dine in. Night cloudy with a low at 48. Very cool tomorrow. Cloudy, the chance of some scattered light rain during the morning. The high at 55. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 63 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside Locker Room. Pest control serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure you're hung protected from those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also can keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call at 866 Wayne's One, get $60 off your initial pest control service. All right, get to the Wayne's hotline, get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Barry, good morning. Good morning. 
How are you? We're good, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Good show this morning, as always. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. uh, uh, And your guests are always good. Um, Coach, I've got a question I need to ask you. A friend of mine uh, a couple of weeks ago played uh, golf at the Country Club of Birmingham. I've never played there. I've never seen it. But he told me that that uh, they played the uh, what he called the West Course. Yeah, and uh, he told me that that is the finest golf course there is around anywhere in the state of Alabama. And he also told me this, and, and this is why I wanted to talk to you about. He said that Jack Nicklaus, like twenty years ago. He come out and said that uh, Country Club of Birmingham was the best golf course in the South, and all the people at the uh, Augusta got mad at him for saying that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about those comments, but you're right about the course. Uh, Birmingham Country Club, of course, is you know very expensive club to get in. West Course is a terrific course. I've gotten had the opportunity to play it a few times, not a whole lot, but some, and uh, back years ago. Uh, I used to play in the scramble deals out there too. So yeah, it is, it is a absolutely well manicured golf course. They over the last few years they've gone to the practice range and made it even bigger and better. Uh, Eric Eshelman is the pro out there, and Eric is a, a very very fine pro, a very fine person. Uh, his, his son plays golf at Auburn and uh, known Eric for a long time. But that that golf course, you, you hit it on the head though. That golf course is outstanding. Yeah, you know, I said to him, I said, uh, of course, I don't play golf anymore. It's been so many years. I, I had a shoulder injury, and it's, it's been just about impossible to get yeah, over. Sure. And, uh, if I swing a golf club, it hurts. And uh, yeah. But uh, I was I was talking to him. I said, how do, how do you get on? Is it a way, a path to get on to play that course? And he said that he got to play because he was, uh, uh, he worked with a client of his that was yeah. a member. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Well, said, you you, yeah, you can play. Is you a... could be on. He didn't think you could be on the complex unless you were in the company. Uh, company. That's right. You have to. You have to play with a member. You have to be a, a member and be invited by a member to play. And uh, it's a big deal. And to, you know, to get to play, unless you, you unless you've played a whole lot, and um, it um, it. Eric and him do a great job with it, and the facilities are great. And of course, it's it's a very expensive club if you want to talk about dollars and cents. It's very oh, God, expensive no. to play there. Tom, do you think Dad could get on there without a member? No, oh, yeah. I, I yeah, could. I could prepared. get on there maybe. Yeah, yeah. Might, yeah. but I have to work at it. Eric, Eric, will shoot him on there with a um, VIP on. Could he get on? Could he get on Augusta National? No, I cannot. Well, I could, I could with one person. Yeah, I probably could. Without, yeah. Uh, we'll see, Tom. He's talking. He, I, well, yeah. I, I wanted to uh, to ask you one more thing. Uh, okay. Uh, Eric, the pro there that you're talking about, yeah. if I recollect correctly on some things I've read uh, through the years uh, since he's been there, he, he saw, he's guided a lot of people toward the tour, has he not? Yeah, he's had some. Uh, he's had some come in and work with him, and the great short game player. And I wanted to tell you that a minute ago, and can't think of his cotton picking name, but the great short short game I know player. Who you're talking about. Uh, he he learned under him. 
uh, a lot about the short game, the chipping and the putting and and uh, the the wedges to the green and those kinds of things. And he he learned under him. And I'll, when, after I hang up, I'll think of it. Doggone it! But I can't think of his I name. Know who I should you're talking be. About. He made yeah. a, he he used to be in Golf Digest every five yeah. seconds. Yeah. And then yeah. he left Birmingham and went to Florida and started his own kind of yeah. uh, oh, instructor shit. business. Well, why can't you? I, 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 I can't think of his name, and, and it, 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 it'd be like knowing Ben Hogan or, or uh, people like that. It'd be, it'd be Jack Nicholas or Arnold Palmer. And I, I just gone blank. Can't th- can't think of his name, but he was the I know he was a great short guy. He, he yeah. worked with some big time golfers. Yeah, and Eric and Eric's worked with some people. Yeah, he's had some people come and, in and work and, and worked with them. And the guy yeah. that played at UAB, Graham, uh, I can't think of his last name now, but he uh, played at UAB from Ireland. And uh, yeah, but yeah. he learned. He said yeah, he, he I heard him tell somebody one time that uh, that he thought he could play golf till he got Graham McDowell. Graham McDowell. Yeah, him. That's him. Uh, yeah. But he said that he thought he knew how to play golf till he got to Birmingham and was playing yeah. at uh, at the Country Club. Birmingham said they yeah. taught him all kind of stuff about yeah. playing. Yeah, Graham. Graham's up, you know, Graham won the he Graham won the U.S. <laughs> He won the U.S. Open. Oh yeah, and uh, and he won it out in California at uh, whatever. And uh, he's now flipped over to the LIV. Uh, I don't know how well he's he playing now. But, yeah, so we'll he, he wasn't going to make any money on PGA anymore. No, probably and, would. Yeah, he probably would. And uh, probably a smart move for him. Anyway, I, so. I, I, this guy was telling me about that and uh, was telling me what a beautiful course it is. Everything and I said, "Well, I'm gonna call Coach Sanderson. Yeah, I bet yeah. he played there." Yeah, I have. I, I I can't tell you about all the ins and outs of it, but it's a great golf course, no doubt. He told you right. Yeah. Good call. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Uh, we always appreciate Tom, and he brings a variety of topics at us. And you guys love to kick around uh, golf. So you you could get if you went out to Birmingham, Joe. You think if he went out to Birmingham Country Club today and drove up, he could get on without a get without a member? Probably. Probably. No, Ooh, could, he no, said I probably. I mean, no, I couldn't get I couldn't get it on Joe without a member. I think you could. No, I don't I think, think so. Could. All right, we'll go ahead and take this break. Come back, get I'm your picks, and you know, I'll try. Get your picks, and we'll wrap up the show. Joe, I'm trying to give a little time as possible. We didn't have to think through it so much because uh, he studies. I, I got. We're tied, right? Am I in second now? Second place. God. Who's winning this thing? Kerry Clark, Mr. Friday Night Live. Uh, All right. We'll see what your picks are when we get back. This is a tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Alabama sports, and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood, treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Huber. Head coach Nick Saban met with the media following Wednesday's practice for the Crimson Tide. I think one of the biggest challenges we all face is the challenge to create the right habits and what we do day in and day out to do the little things right, um, have fun doing it, have the right energy and enthusiasm, you know, sort of approach things with, you know, a disciplined mindset to create those habits. So you're going to have confidence in the fundamental execution. Uh, you got to invest in that in practice and 
takes good energy and enthusiasm and focus every day to be able to do that. You know, I was, you know, pretty pleased with the way, you know, the players did that today. So, you know, hopefully we can build on that and it's going to help our execution come day, game day. I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama football against Ole Miss on Saturday. Our radio coverage across the network will begin at 11.30 a.m. Central, leading you upright to kickoff at 2.30 p.m. For a full listing of our radio affiliates, head to RollTide.com. And don't forget to watch the booth cam on our Crimson Tide Sports Network social media outlets. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on Union Chapel at Barnes Settlement Road with significant delays. The Veterans Day Parade is going on downtown Northport, so Main Avenue and 5th Street are both closed. Townsend Nissan says thanks to our veterans with an extra $500 off any new or used vehicle. Check out the details now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. This year marks the 75th anniversary of Toys for Tots, delivering hope to less fortunate. All right, welcome back to Inside Locking. All right, Joe, throw them at him, man. Joe always finds the good games. And how many times will Dad say, oh, my gosh, that's a booger bear there. How many times will, how many times will you get a booger bear here? Probably 10. Probably not. <laughs> All right, here we go, Joe. All right, Coach, we got 10 games on the sheet. We're starting with number 10, LSU is going to Arkansas. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah, that's tough. I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take uh, Arkansas. Uh, Woo-pig suey. Next game is Louisville is going to number four, Clemson. Uh, Clemson. Clemson. We'll take Alabama is on the road to Ole Miss. Alabama. Alabama. Number 25, UCF, is on the road against number 19, Tulane. Mm. Mm, I'll take Tulane. I like Tulane. Wisconsin is uh, hitting the road to take on Iowa. Wisconsin is is at Iowa. Yes, sir. I'll take Iowa. Iowa. App, App State is uh, playing Marshall. At Marshall. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, that's a booger bear there. Um, <laughs> App State Marshall. What's App? I wonder what App State's record is after knocking off Texas A and M. And followed them since that, but. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take App State. They're having a good year. We're taking App State, and moving on, we got number thirteen Kansas State against at Baylor. Mm. Whew, boy, a tough game that would be to call. Jim need Christmas. <laughs> uh, Cap, uh, 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 I'm gonna take Baylor. I'm taking Baylor Bears. Number seven TCU is taking on number twenty four Texas. 
Well, there's something about the feel that what just, uh, Jack Crow tells us that it just you just can't beat Texas at Texas. I'll take Texas. That's gonna be I, that's gonna be a book. Boy, of you, if you if you Texas, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why too. You think of all you think of the length of time that the the, the coach the assistant coach now at Texas who got fired at TCU. He he was he worked night and day to get ready for Alabama. And he's working two nights and two days to get ready for TCU because <laughs> they fired him. Yeah, good point. Number seventeen, North Carolina is taking on number twenty-one, Wake Forest. Oh, that North Carolina disgusted the crap out of me. They couldn't guard me. They just <laughs> they were, they, that's a that's a. Why joke. did he go for it on fourth oh, down of ten? I don't know. And why didn't the guy run the onside kick in for a touchdown? Oh, just L, L stupo morons. <laughs> Uh, Wake Forest is not playing very good. North Carolina scores all the time. Um, just because they screwed me last, last time, I'm taking Wake Forest. There we go, Demon <laughs> Deacons. And last game, Coach, Texas A&M against, against the family at Auburn. I'm going to hmm. take A&M. Yeah, I took A&M in that one, too. I think the family is going to be in trouble. Barry always takes the schools that he used to work for. <laughs> Come on. Oh, if you got a and M, if you got a Wake Forest on the sheet, if you got South Carolina on the sheet, yeah, man. I don't really like that Wake Forest bet, but I'll take I'll take that because uh, you know even Gene, Gene, they don't they can't guard anybody. I mean, they just don't. They're terrible. You don't like North Carolina, Gene? Yeah, Gene. I like North Carolina scoring, but you know they won't. I don't know what the line is, but but uh, um, what is that line? That is interesting. Let me see what that line is. That would be an interesting line. Uh, you know, uh, is Alabama going to win big tomorrow, or is it going to be tight? North Carolina uh, it's going to be tight tight for a while, but I think they'll break. I think Wake Forest is a four-point favorite. Yeah, Wake is a four-point favorite. Yes, sir. And you took Wake. Well, you just took the favorite, and you didn't do nothing. Yeah, right. I, I sure did. I didn't even know it. I said, who did I take the first game I take? I took Arkansas. Who did I take before that, the first game you said? Arkansas was the first on the sheet. Yeah, oh, that was the first game you said? I think this game uh, right Louisville here. Louisville Clemson was the next one. Alabama Ole Miss, UCF Tulane. Okay. I think Clemson, guys, at home, minus seven, would be a good bet. What do you think, Joe? I mean, they got stung. Coming off a loss? Yes, yeah. I think that's a good bet. Yeah, at home, 230, ESPN. Hmm. Who are they playing? They're playing yeah. Louisville at home. Louisville's, Louisville's hot now. Are they? they get seven? Yeah. You like they're bowl bound. Yeah, they won. They beat Virginia, Pitt, Wake, and James Madison. All right. Can uh, you imagine that Louisville basketball score that Bellamine beat them? Lord have mercy on my time. I'd be like, Ooh. Ooh. Uh, no, you can't say that. <laughs> I was about to say I'd be like Stillman beating Alabama, <laughs> but Bellarmine actually won their league last year, but they hadn't been Division One long enough. Oh. In order to, um, and you're opening, you're opening, you're opening the, the, your first game ever as the head coach at Louisville. Yeah, wow. you and Barry are, t- are tied at second place. Y'all are three picks behind the first place. Three. Uh, carries, carries at seventy-one and thirty-four. Carries cheating. Yeah, I uh, think he. Fi- I think he picks him after the game. I'm still ahead of Gary, though, right? If I ain't ahead of Gary, Gary, I'm quitting. Yeah. Okay, Gary's terrible at picking games. Oh, right. he's, uh, Gary's at sixty-two. Gary's terrible. Liberty tonight, 7 o'clock. You heard Brian Heights going to be an excellent game. Get out there, support the Crimson Tide. We want to thank Alabama One being a great sponsor.
of the 7 and 8 o'clock hour. You heard Mike Brown, they're closed today, but the website, get ready for that uh, Black Wednesday sale. But all their other products and services, go to www.alabama1.org. You're listed Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great weekend. on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.